Welcome back to the podcast, The Secret of a Successful Life Series. We live in a time when we carry a phone and use it to call people thousands of miles away, calling at any time we want to talk. In recent years, communication methods have really improved. Yet, with all of the modern advances in technology, people continue to be very lonely. There is an important need for fellowship with other people. Even in churches, some people feel very lonely. Ben Merrill used to tell how some churches are friendly only to each other. In this episode titled, Committing Future Goals into God's Hands, we will notice how Clara McIntosh is beginning to feel the stress of being so far away from her family and also being left out of the lives of other people in the church. Dear David and Anna, Harry and I are so pleased to learn about the safe arrival of Anna May. We pray that everything goes well for her and that she has a long, wonderful life serving the Lord Jesus. This spring has been a busy one with the farmers starting to get spring work done. Harry continues to take care of the church here and also manage a sizable cow herd to make ends meet. We've been praying about looking for a new ministry. The people here have done the best they can do. However, like many places, they just cannot afford to pay much for the preacher. Recently, at a Wednesday evening service, Harry was leading a study about King Solomon in the Bible. When he told about Solomon dealing with the two mothers that claimed the same baby, Harry startled the group when he shared that the Bible says Solomon asked for a sword to cut the child in two. While Solomon was bluffing, the two mothers believed him, and the real mother wanted her baby to be saved, while the fake mother wanted the child to be killed. One of our dear, sweet church ladies, Phyllis Gray, stopped Harry and said, Just how did they cut the baby in two? Trying to hold back a snicker, Harry politely tried to handle that situation. Then to make matters worse, Elsie Wagner started talking about how she had cut up a grapefruit the wrong way recently. Later, Harry said he wanted to say that Solomon had one mother hold the feet and the other hold the arms, but he didn't say that. Oh, we love these people, but the time is coming when we need to find a new church. So how is David doing preaching every Sunday? It sounds like he truly enjoys this. The twins are growing and running around very well by now. At the moment, they're down for their naps, and I'm cuddled up on the sofa with Skippy Dog while I write you. We sure wish we could be closer to Iowa so we could see you folks more often. Write us when you can. Love, Clara, and the McIntosh family of Ohio. Anna, we got a letter from Clara and Harry. Sit down, and I'll read it to you. Reading the letter, the two laughed about the lady who wondered how they cut up a baby. Then they talked about how it would be nice for Harry and Clara to find a new ministry closer to home. It would be nice for them to spend more time with Ralph and Beulah Hunt in their aging years. A few days later, Get out of here, you stupid dog! 
Can a woman have any privacy around here? Just dodging a heavy bar of soap, Skippy Dog ran for safety in the master bedroom and jumped into the bed beside Harry. What's the matter, little guy? Sounds like Claire's really got upset about something. She never yells at you or even throws anything at you either. It's unusual for her to take a bath this time of day. Looking at the clock, Harry noticed that it was 5 a.m. Skip, it's almost time to get up and milk the cows anyway. Come with me to the barn. I think it might be safer for both of us to be out of the house right now. Reaching the barn, Harry tied Skippy Dog to the wall out of the way from the cows. We sure don't want the cows to step on you, little guy. That would only make a bad day worse. I wonder what has got Clara so upset. Harry was almost done milking when he looked up and saw his wife coming to the barn. Sitting down on a hay bale, Clara started to visit. Honey, I'm so sorry for the way I acted last night and this morning. I should not have treated you the way I did. And then to think that I yelled at Skippy Dog and tried to hit him with that bar of soap. For a little while, I thought that maybe Skip and I would have to get the ladder out and spend the rest of the day on the roof. Now, why would you say that, Harry? Well, you know what Solomon said in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 21, 9, it is better to live in a corner of a roof than in a house shared with a contentious woman. Sometimes I think that scripture is one of your most quoted verses from the Bible. But I certainly lived up to that description so far today. Sweetheart, is there anything you want to talk about? Walking over to Harry, who was milking a cow, Clara reached down and kissed him and then said, I'm so sorry. Clara then walked over to pick up Skippy Dog. Holding him tight, she apologized to him as if he could understand. Apparently, Skip did because he started to lick her face. All seemed to be forgiven. Sitting back down on the hay bale, Clara held the little dog very tightly. This early, the children will still be sleeping, so I can stay out here and visit for a while. Harry decided to stall for time so Clara could talk. He started to squirt some milk at his favorite barn cat, Midnight. The cat kept getting closer and closer to the source of the milk. Finally, Clara continued to talk about what was upsetting her so much. Harry, I miss my family. I miss the family gatherings and get-togethers we used to have growing up. We have lots of good friends here, but not close enough to let us into their family circles very often. It seems like I'm good enough to fill in for a Sunday school class when no one has showed up, but I don't get included in other things. I get tired of just being a worker. Honey, you didn't have to go to that ladies' meeting last night at church. That's just what I'm talking about. The ladies met to plan a wedding shower for Miss Jacobs. I would have loved 
to have been included in that meeting. I would love to be considered as one of the church ladies instead of, oh, she's the preacher's wife. Harry let his wife continue to share her heart while he continued to milk the cow and occasionally squirt a stream of milk toward his favorite barn cat. Finally, he had the opportunity to say something. You remember when Jim Green was here, how he told about a preacher he knew named John Henry? Yes, I recall that conversation. Clara, John Henry was at one church for over 25 years. The church loved him. They treated him rather well. But John said, after all the time he was there, he was still an outsider. I think anywhere we go in ministry, we will always be outsiders to some degree. Jim told us to minister to people as much as they will allow us to. Honey, I don't think those ladies meant to snub you last night. They most likely never thought about how you would feel. Now, in Dorothy Greenberg's former career of being a pain to others, she was capable of being mean-spirited. But we have to remember how even she changed for the better. Clara, maybe we should be considering moving away from here to another church. Maybe we could find a new ministry closer to home. That way we could manage to see the family for the holidays from time to time. This depression has been on for over five years. Things have to start getting better soon. Maybe it's time to prayerfully pray more about God's will in this matter. Harry, you've worked so hard to stay here. How many preachers would milk five cows twice a day just to put food on the table for their family and then go and preach at a church that hardly pays him anything for his ministry? Harry McIntosh, you are one special preacher. I am glad that I'm your wife. I'm sorry that I get upset at times. Well, sweetheart, you know that I get uptight at times too. I guess the Lord puts us together to help lift each other up when one of us is down. Let's just have a prayer time right here about this matter. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you in this old barn. We recall how your son was born in a barn for us. These last few years have been quite a struggle to get by, yet you have provided for us in every way we needed. We thank you for our family and for our pets. We want to serve you. Father, if it's in your will, please open up a good ministry closer to Iowa so we can see Clara's family more often. This is our prayer, we pray, in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, Mr. Preacher, you sure can find some unusual places to hold a prayer meeting. We'll keep praying on this matter. I best get back to the house. Mary and Oscar will be waking up soon. I'll make you breakfast. How does biscuits and gravy sound to you, Mr. Preacher? Biscuits and gravy will be quite all right, my love. Carrying Skippy Dog, Clara walked over to kiss Harry again and left for the house. Lord, 
Thank you for letting Claire and I have this visit. I sure hope we can find a new ministry soon that will bless our family better. We both love you, Lord. Amen. Walter, do you get the feeling that Harry and Clara are missing Southern Iowa? Julianne, I've been sensing that from their letters. They've done quite well in that small community, but maybe they can find another church closer to home. Walter, it's difficult to be away from your family, especially during the holidays. We need to encourage those two and pray that God will send them closer to us if that is His will. That's a wonderful idea, sweetheart. Since the baby is asleep, let's take some time to write them tonight. Dear Harry and Clara, Spring is now upon us and the farmers will be planting corn soon. Since I have this new factory job, we only get over to help David and Anna on special occasions. The last time we were over at the farm, we noticed there will be a bountiful crop of new kittens this year. Maybe you folks could come out to visit and you can teach little Mary the fine art of taming down those barn cats. The other day at work, I heard a funny story about a preacher's wife in western Iowa. I'll say that it's funny, though others might not. Our friend Frank James was coming home recently from trucking livestock to Omaha, Nebraska, when he stopped at a town to get gas for his truck. The talk in the gas station was about one of the preacher's wives in that community who had a problem smoking cigarettes. It seems that she tried to be secretive about her habit, so she went to the outhouse to smoke. While smoking, she got the outhouse on fire and it burned to the ground. The woman was rather embarrassed. Now, Clara, we know that you don't smoke, so this will never be a problem for you. We know that the story of that event has made the rounds in several communities. In light of that story, we also know that people are not always supportive of the preacher and his family. We want you to know that we pray for you folks every day. We are very proud of the good work you two have been doing. We would love to have you all move closer to us if that's in the Lord's plan. We will keep our ears open for news about good churches that might need a minister. The family here seems to be doing well. Now that Leo is out of high school, he's been helping David and Anna on the farm. He's been looking into the idea of joining the Navy. That might be a good job for him. It would certainly be an adventure. It's been a long day, and we need to get ready for bed. We hope all is well for you. We send all of our love, Walter and Julianne, and family. Harry, what's in the mail? Well, it looks like there's a letter from Iowa. Let's sit down and read it together. With the children playing in the other room, Harry and Clara settled down onto the sofa, and Clara started to read the letter from Walter and Julianne. When Clara read the part about the preacher's wife burning down the outhouse, Harry interrupted her. Can you imagine what people around here would say if you did that, Clara? Well... That's never going to happen because I don't smoke, Mr. McIntosh. That poor lady, I don't agree with her smoking, but she must be so embarrassed. Who could she talk to about that? We don't have that problem 
But I do grow tired of missing the family reunions and times when they just decide to have a meal together. Just how did Walter and Julianne know that we were missing the family right now? That had to be the hand of God helping them to write us at an important time. Let's keep praying about a new ministry. I think God is about to let us in on something exciting for our family. I agree, Harry. I agree. Claire, overall, we have had a very good ministry in this community and have stayed longer than most preachers would. Maybe Dad Green would have some idea about churches that need preachers closer to Iowa. I'll write him a note and ask him about that. Yes, that's a good idea. I think with the mood I was in earlier this week, even the angels had to walk softly around me. I certainly hope I'm easier to get along with now. You know you are, Mrs. McIntosh. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. The next episode is titled, Onward, Christian Soldiers. We invite you to listen to that podcast.